Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Just Church Won't Cut It with the Josiahs. And today we are on episode eight. And um, we are going to be talking about the topic will be gay pride. Um, as many, you really can't avoid seeing the celebrated month of June, um, which has been designated as Pride Month. So it's pretty much everywhere. You really cannot turn on the TV without there being a rainbow logo uh, for the, the channel, uh, rainbow commercials, gay pride commercials, you know, LGBT, everything, right? So it's pretty much everywhere and we really can't even avoid it. It's even on kids channels and things like that. Um, so we're going to have a conversation about it. Um, and first, let me start by Satan did not want by any means for us to have this, this conversation today. In fact, he didn't want us, he did not want us to have this conversation ever, but specifically not today. But what we know is that this conversation needs, needs to be had and nothing was going to prevent us from having that conversation. Right, Boo? That's right. That's right. So here we are. Um, so let's let's start with the fact that just so you know, just a little bit about me and and my history. So I was two. Let me see. When I was like fourteen years old, um, and this is not going to be a long, drawn out testimonial, but I just want to put some context to what we are going to be talking about. So when I speak of these things, I will be speaking from previous experience. Um, not somebody that's just from from the outside looking in. So 2000, when I was 14, up until 2012, I was considering myself to be lesbian or gay or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, I was living a homosexual lifestyle. Like that was who I had identified myself as and what I considered myself as um, for years. So what you know gay pride it was a time where i celebrated this season and if you know gay pride is not something that's just celebrated once a year it's something that people who are gay lesbian homosexual celebrate all the time um it's something that they take pride in very much so so I would like to start with the fact that homosexual lifestyle, homosexual behavior, um, gay life, lesbianism, all of the above is not of God and it is a sin, right? So that we do know. And if we think about the other sins that we commit, do you hear people do we wear our sin flags on our backs right so if somebody is a liar do you have a flag that says liar and then you wave that bad boy all through the street on your back on your car you know your license plate does it say i'm a liar right do we take pride in should we take pride in our sin or is it something that we should be shameful of before the lord 
So I got to thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like prideful, like for, for man to get to a place where you know it's wrong, you know how the Lord feels about it, but then you blatantly parade it and promote it and spread it and share it as much as possible when we don't do that for other sins. We don't. So I just thought that that was an interesting perspective um, that I thought about um, this week. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, this is uh, this is a very uh, sensitive topic because this topic, um, you know, this is a very protected topic, very, uh, very, uh, it, you know, this topic, very sensitive for a lot of people, a lot of reasons, but... You know, I remember a time where this, you know, this lifestyle was, you know, kept in private, was, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't a public thing. It wasn't like the, the trend. It wasn't like, you know, it was a private thing where it was, it was, it was shameful, where it never was, you know, uh-huh. It wasn't talked about. And then- Growing up for me, like, we didn't, like, I didn't know anything about, like, gay, homosexual. I didn't know anything about that. Like, I didn't really see it like that. Like, I would see people here and there, but, like, it wasn't, like, we never even had a conversation about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my parents didn't be like, hey, this, this, and that. Like, I didn't know anything about it. I kind of just stumbled upon it. Um, to be honest, but not like you're saying, like, like then it was like, it was shameful. Like you didn't. And and even when I found myself, you know, exercising or being in that, in that lifestyle, um, and engaging in homosexual behaviors, um, and activities, like I still, you know, it was, it was like shameful. You know what I'm saying? It was. was Like, so. So it it was hidden. mm -hmm. It was shameful. But then over the years, it's like, you know, in short amount of time, it's like become short of time, become more popular. Yep. It's like more popular in the same like the trend. Mm-hmm. You know, same like the trend where it's like it, it's a lifestyle now. Where you know, if you speak against it, it's like you are a hateful person. You know, where it went from being you know hidden in the closet to now being full fledged mm-hmm. blossom into this lifestyle where it's every day it's being pushed and and, and pressured. Globally, it's being promoted. Promoted. Mm-hmm. So you know this lifestyle. This lifestyle is being promoted, and and this lifestyle that doesn't have no boundaries, blur. Don't have no boundaries. Don't have no age boundary. Don't have no uh, family boundary. Don't have no uh, no. Uh, don't have any boundary. Meaning that you know it's forced upon in every aspect. Through entertainment, through educational yeah, system, yeah. through I uh, know, uh, you know, just everywhere you turn, where you know it's like it's a lifestyle, and it's like those who are 
in charge of this lifestyle. It's like a club. These people are the most powerful people to run mm-hmm. the earth and run everything that we call life on this earth. And let's not get it twisted to think that this movement, this LGBT movement, is not designed to grow. Okay, it is designed to grow. It was always designed to grow. And I know this even from when I was engaging and, you know, consider myself being a lesbian, right? Like, I remember times where just just even just thinking about the spirit, the spirit of homosexuality, it is a very greedy spirit. It wants to spread and it wants to pull in as many as many people as possible to be a part and engage in the same behaviors okay and i know this because i was one that even even as a kid right so i'm talking about like 15 14 15 like around like 15 years old so at 15 years old you know i was intrigued and focusing on how many people can I turn out? How many people can, how many girls can I talk to that, that say they're straight, but how many of them can I turn out? How many of them can I get to come on my side? How many of them can have an experience with me and then all of a sudden they're going to be, they're going to be gay for good and they're not going to want men anymore, right? And so that started very early and then of course that just kind of like stayed and so Understanding that in that society, in that lifestyle, there, whether it be a female, like a, a dominant female or a feminine female, it really doesn't matter because the spirit is the same. But whether the female that's, you know, it could be a female that's, that, uh, that she's attracted to and that person says that they're straight. Now, it's a believe that it's a challenge to try to get that person to engage with you. And then it's like, okay, boom, I got a notch on my belt. This person, they were straight and after they talked with me, you know, we did whatever. And now they're not straight anymore. You know what I mean? Like I turned this person on the other side. And so that is Pride. a, yeah. Pride. And it's like, boom, check, got one. Boom, check, got one. On and a I, recruit. On a recruitment. So like, and it's real. I know that because I was a recruiter. And that started when I was even in high school, just trying to see how many how many people that say they're straight are gonna that I can get to like me, that I can get to be confused, that I can get to make themselves question their sexuality. And how about how about the part where it becomes like a vendetta against straight people? Like, like oh, you picked on me, you picked on me, and I had to hide and go through all this probably this whole time by myself. Now I get the opportunity to to you cost me so much pain. To go through what I went through to you know now I'm gonna you know turn your straight girlfriend out or I'm gonna turn your straight man you know mm-hmm. so like the, vend- the vendetta uh, part against you know straight people also mm-hmm. you know but for me for me the thing is the thing is that is that this this lifestyle this lifestyle is a behavioral lifestyle. And some people say, you know, some people say, hey, I was born like this. I was born like this. But but it's a lifestyle that's that that's that's practiced and is and now that it's out in the open, it's 
being promoted more and more where it's like a lifestyle. So my question is that, so who, who's promoting this lifestyle that's in contrary to the Bible? Because now for those who are, you know, believers and those, those who read the Bible and read, you know, heard or even heard stories in the Bible about God bringing judgment upon individuals or cities or places that, you know, were, you know, involved in, in this same practices. You know, Sodom, we hear Sodom and Gomorrah where the Lord, you know, it talks, it talks about what the Lord had to do, bring judgment upon the cities because of this same practice. Uh, practice Practice same sex practices, so, so that so this you know and and it says and it says there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun, meaning that what you what a child a 14, 15 year old, twenty year old child, uh, even thirty year old, still a child in the body compared to the knowledge of God or wisdom of God. You still a child, 40, 50 year old. You still so you now coming into this. You know, this thing that you call lifestyle, call, you know, uh, 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 this is my lifestyle. This is who I am, you know. And this thing here has been a lifestyle that was practiced for a long time. It, 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 it didn't just start in 20, you know, 20, uh, 20 or 1990s or 1980s. It started way back where the Bible talked about it. So now, so they said, you know, the, the, but it was it was shameful. It was it was shameful. Right. So now we know, you know, the for those who believe and know the characteristics of Satan is to you know comes to, to, to still kill and destroy. So and also Satan is rebellious against the things of God, rebellious against whatever God stands for. Stands for Satan is rebellious against that. Mm -hmm. So. So we look at that. We look at the Bible. We look at you know for those who know what God said, and we'll, we'll cover some of these things. But those who know already know what God said said in the Bible and how God feels about this uh, 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 same sex practices lifestyle. How God feels about it. Most people know. Most people know. You know. Most people either heard of the Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah story, of heard about God judging. You know, judging this lifestyle. But yet. That hasn't deterred people from flocking to this lifestyle where now it's become a trend. And this is something that, you know, little kids, little 10-year-old, 11-year-old kids are coming out. Or even the younger than that, 9, 8-year-old, little, little boy. Little boy, little, you know, barely not even a teenager, you know. So, so, so he was on the news and they were talking about how he has courage. He has courage to... to to talk about him not feeling, he, he felt like he, he's not a boy. He felt like a little girl inside. He felt like, you know, and and his parents were on board to support him with that, you know, dress him up, put the makeup on, put the wig on, put the put everything on and put him on TV, you know, and, and, and put a mic in front of him and call him courageous and say this kid is he's courageous. And, and, and he, had, he had fans saying that, oh, you inspired us. You know, you inspired, you know, being promoted. You know, so it's like, when do we go from it being uh, a closet, a, a shameful thing to now being, you know, the most popular thing and the most trending thing? Uh, and, and you know, so. so. Well, when, I mean, obviously Satan, this is one of his uh, most crafty and like one of his top, top means 
to win souls. This is his, his one of his best weapons um, and tools that he has um, because that's his character. You know what I'm saying? That's his characteristics. That's 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 things of him, and he knows that the more people that are involved in this type of behavior and this lifestyle and you know changing sexuality and, and being oh I'm changing identity and all that right so the more people that are involved the more people that's not not safe you know what I mean and so they just keep he just keeps promoting it and promoting and promoting it and really it's only gonna get worse because it's promoted everywhere. I mean, even like, so obviously like Biden, he is all for like, like, let's go. Like, and he has a, a transgender, one of his health people, right. um, the, the person of health. Okay. Right. So like the person that is in control of the health sector for under Biden, whatever her position is, is a transgender. Okay. Whatever his position is, because it, it, it was a heat yeah. and now is a, yeah. So he's a transgender. So that's just to say that like we see the direction that we're going, right? And so we know that it's not going to get any better at all. And so we really got to like Yeah. So 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 this thing this thing is very risky. This thing here is death. This thing here is death. The thing is saying don't come just saying don't influence people to sin because he wants to play with you. He don't influence people to sin because he wants you to be you know, happy, maybe temporarily happy, you know. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm sorry. I got to say this real quick because you know what? The thing is, people are in such need of belonging, okay, mm. and attention. Belonging and attention. How much, like, do they have parades for straight pride? Sure. Right? Is there straight pride? Like, is there a sense of pride and happiness and excitement of being straight? No, Not there isn't, okay? But, so what happens is you get broken people. You get broken and hurt people that are looking for a sense of belonging, that have gone through some stuff, that have gone through a broken marriage, who have been di divorced or have gone through abuse as kids, don't really understand why they went through what they went through, have gone through so much trauma, and Satan breathes and he feeds on trauma. So these things happen to these people. And... They're looking for something to connect to and something to embrace them. And for me, it wasn't the trauma. It wasn't the hurt. Now, if any hurt was, it was because I didn't feel accepted. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't feel like I was pretty. I didn't feel like the boys liked me as much as they like other people. You know what I mean? So I felt a little bit of rejection. And so when people go through pain, hurt, trauma, and rejection, but rejection can also be traumatic for people, mm -hmm. we look for something else to hold on to, something that will embrace them. And the LGBTQ community is a community that embraces and, and promotes and brings in. And so when that's there, mm -hmm. it's just, okay, we'll take you. Yes, be a part of our community. We love you. And, the, and, and so it's... You become a part of a community and a club that if you you do feel pride to be a part of such a community. Because and, and now one of the most dominant dominant yes. dominant communities. Because guess what? That community now has power. Mm -hmm. Before back then when I was a part of the community, you know, 
there was no power. Like it was, it was struggle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it was struggle. It was struggle. And in high school, it was struggle. You know, when I was in ROTC, I remember having to, um, to, to hide, like, like, you can't let them know when I was in ROTC that I was, that I was gay. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like all that stuff had to be hidden back then. Mm-hmm. And, but now it's just, that is the, the community that really is in control of everything. And if you are not with it, then you're against it. And if you're against it, then they will try to cancel you really. Mm-hmm. Um, and destroy you if you say, you know what, I, that's against what I believe. Absolutely, and you know, so 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 then so then you know, so then so so then, it's like, what's the point of all this? So the point of all this is that the number one thing, number one point of all this, is that is death. First of all, death, mm-hmm. because we talk about these traumatic situations that people go through in life that could cause them to end up in that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Hurtful things. Some um, um, some things you can't even name. Mm-hmm. So, so, through sin. You know, I'm not saying that there's sin, mm-hmm. but because we got tricked, we got duped. Adam and Eve got tricked and duped in the garden first. To fall into sin, you know, and God told us that He told them that if you, you know, do this and disobey me, you will die. You surely will die. So now Satan, you know, <laughs> you know, Satan. So Satan, so Satan wanted us to die from the garden, all the way to this day where he still wants us to die. So we talk about how the the popularity of this same sex. Lifestyle has increased, where it's everywhere and being promoted everywhere. And, you know, the new trend where the younger generations are catching on to it more than ever, that's even more sin. You know, and we talked about, you know, how the wages of sin is death. So if this trend is this trend and is happening and more and more people are hopping on where now it's hard for you to just be to speak straight and stand as a straight person and stand for the things that we were used to, the thing, the lifestyle we were used to, having mother, having father, having, you know, the the how it was, how the Bible, you know, raised us, how it was supposed to be. The things that was hidden before, now it's all out, out of the closet. It's all, it's, all out of, it's all out of the closet. So now, the result of this leads, leads to death. More, more, more people that get involved in this lifestyle, it's, it's not like it's not like Satan's doing you a favor by you know hey you you know what you went through this it's this trauma and here I'm gonna here I'm gonna help you out uh here you might feel better for the time being but everything is temporary. What's happening to your soul is the eternal. Damnation, little by little, Satan is taking, pulling, stealing from you because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So he's coming to kill you. He's coming to steal from you first. The first thing he's coming to steal from you is life. Because when God created us and created Adam and Eve in the garden, he breathed his breath of life into us and told us, you know, give us life. 
So he told us that if, he told them that if they dis, uh, disobey him, ate that fruit, they would surely die. Mm -hmm. So Satan came to conveniently convenes Eve and Adam to eat that fruit so that they can surely die one day. So the same thing now, the same fruit, the same, we were in the garden of the world. And Satan is still passing the same fruit around, still, you know, passing this fruit around, trying to encourage more people to take a bite so that they can die. When the Lord created Adam and Eve, you know, he told them be fruitful and multiply. He told the animal, he created the animals also to be fruitful, to, to multiply according to their offsprings. Yeah. So that means that it has to, even animals have, you know, have common sense where you, you don't, you know, you don't see a male lion, you know, going after a male lion. You don't see a male, you know, the animals have sense to follow God's natural order of things. You know, in God's natural order, and I think that that um, I mean, there's, there's scriptures for days about this topic. But the one thing that when when the Lord opened up my eyes and began to work on me and began to deliver me from homosexuality was that one thing that you just said: God's natural order, right? And so, like when my friend shared with me about how you got to start from from God mm -hmm. to us instead of from us to God when we're trying to like understand and make sense of things. And so that one is just so basic and so simple. Like, Can you repeat that one more time? Because I feel like it's important for people to hear that, that what you just said. Yep. So we should start from God and work our way to ourselves instead of ourselves to God. Which means don't try to justify things from our understanding to get up to him. Instead, look at what he is actually saying and then apply that to our lives. Um, but that that one thing, even though it's so basic, like how like how did what was the Lord's intention for us? That's it. You know what I mean? Like that that one part. And so it was it was male and female, and for us to be um together like that one thing and so like if i in fact love the lord like i say i love him why would i want to be a part and promote something that goes against what he originally created me to be his original what that's one of the first things that he created that's one of his first things was male and female to be together fruitful and multiply fruitful and multiply so that's like basic basic genesis like off the break Genesis um, of what the Lord wanted for us. So like, it's not even, I mean, there's scriptures all about homosexuality all throughout the, the Bible. Bible. You know what I mean? But if we just go back from the beginning, period. Mm -hmm. And so if you have to get through all these other scriptures, right, to be like, oh, well, what about this? Da -da 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 -da. If you have to do all of that, then you're missing it. You already missed it. Like the beginning says, how did he create us? But it comes down to the love, our love for him. But if we love him the way we say we love him, then we should be living a life, at least trying to live a life to please him. Unless, period. unless if your love is your love for your sin is greater than your love, love for him. For him. 
And that's and that a lot of times is the case because when you can't separate that and say, you know what, and put him first because you just so much into your flesh and what you want, and you can't remove yourself to say, you know what, I love the Lord more than anything. You make excuses. You make excuses. So like either you love him more than anything and everything, or you don't. You just love him a little bit. And it's okay. If you if that's how you feel, if you just love him some then you just love him some and you continue to do and live a lifestyle and do whatever you want to do, but just be real with yourself about your love for the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like, is he your Lord and savior? Again, we go back to that. All right. Well, if he, if he's not really your Lord. If you're really putting your love for other things first and not really abiding by what he wants for you and going by his word, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's not, so we just have to, I mean, people just got to be real with themselves about, yeah. About where they are with the Lord. And the thing is, people forget that. People forget. You see, Satan, the Lord is a God of order. We have, he has order in everything that he done. There's no confusion. No confusion. There's no chaos. Yeah. You know, the plants that he created, he created plants. He created, he created uh, 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 plants and vegetations to produce after its kind. Trees and fruits with seeds to reproduce it's saying, kind. Human beings, you know, reproduce your 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 same kind. Reproduce, multiply, be fruitful and multiply. Goes from the plants, go from the plants to the human beings to the animals to everything. Respond to the Lord according to His order. Accept mm -hmm. men. Accept men. So then we are in this world where there's confusion and chaos, chaotic. Where you, it, it's hard for you to find the truth. Where everything is upside down. What was right is wrong. What was wrong is right. And now we are sitting here with everything completely upside down. We have this new generation that are just coming in. Yeah. Don't understand the past because the past has been confused with a whole bunch of other stuff. So that you never know the truth of what happened, what got judged, and what got punished. So now this new generation is coming in to find it cool. Where you have all the athletes... You know, you have, you know, the, the, the athletes, the entertainers, the, the, the politicians, the governors and every, they all, most of them are, you know, promoting that lifestyle and, you know, been promoting this agenda for decades, mm -hmm. you know. So then we ask ourselves, and, and one thing people forget, people forget that hell wasn't created for mankind. People get this misconstrued and just because Satan have done a very good job making men believe that you are entitled to hell. Like hell was created for you also. No. Hell was created for Satan and his fallen angels. His angels taught man how to sin. How to become sinful and rebellious towards the Lord and the Most High. Just, just so that we end up in, so just so that we end up in hell, like these angels that are not going to be forgiven because they, they 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 rebelled against the Lord and the Lord would not forgive them. So their destination, hell, was created for them to be punished to go to hell. But because they know that they can't be forgiven and they can't touch God and reach God, they have to touch one of the closest things to God's heart, which is human beings. And that's where now we have. That's where you have all this confusion. That's why you have all this gay agenda, this gay pressure, this same-sex pressure. You know the rebellions, the things that God hates, the thing that makes him upset, the things. Everything is promoted except holiness. Yeah. Everything is accepted except holiness. 
The Bible and prayer is out of the schools no longer. But yet now we have readings. We have, what's a drag reading? Uh, You know, drag reading and stuff. We have, you know, all these other things happening. Confusing, you know. Even the stuff that they're doing in the schools um, is crazy. You know, like, like Albert and I are preparing to have that conversation some soon with our son Judah um because I mean, we've we've taught him that you know he he knows like if he sees like he's watching the show and he sees a boy and they put a bow in his hair he's like oh, oh no 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 like he'll he'll call stuff out you know if, if um other a lot a lot of little scenarios where they put stuff in these kids shows and so we've trained him to know what's satanic and what's not, what's of God and what's not. And so he's able to spot it out. But like we haven't even had that conversation in depth yet. You know what I mean? Because it's like, why we, why should we have to really? You know what I mean? But you, but the thing is, though, the reason why we have to is because the school the school don't have no age boundary. Right. Mm-hmm. So they are already doing it, trying to trying to uh, uh, program these little uh, 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 little kids, these little. Uh, to uh, uh, pre K kids trying to implement this idea in their minds through these uh, uh, these curriculums, these well, books, assemblies these assemblies, yeah. uh, the books that they have to read, the movies and shows, the the the, the, the even the the animation cartoons on their computer screens and stuff with the with the with the gesture, you know the yeah, so, so 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 this uh-huh. yeah, but... so this thing is just being uh, uh, pressure from every direction. Right, and so it's putting you in a position of putting us as parents in a position to have to educate our kids about about stuff early on and just giving them that foundation early on of what's right. Like, you don't necessarily have to, like, dive in and tell them all the stuff that's wrong, like, in detail. But, like, if you set the stage and you say, hey, these are the things that's right, like, this is, like, and just point that stuff out because it's like, we have to have these conversations with our kids before we allow somebody else to have the schools to have the conversations with our kids or they'd be watching the show and some stuff pop off. You know what I'm saying? Like we were watching the show, it was like a year and a half ago maybe. It seemed like a really good show when the next thing you know, the boy kissed the boy. Remember that? It mm-hmm. seemed like a really good show. And it was like, um, mm-hmm. what in the world, right? And so if that stuff is starting to happen way, 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 way more now. But, you know, it's just it's just crazy. So 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 you know, and this is some of the reason why this podcast is called "Just Church Won't Cut It" because just going to church is not enough to cut it. Now, so so Satan did a very good job of disabling the church. When I say disabling the church, I mean like the physical church on the earth, not the spiritual church. Because the spiritual church, that's Christ's spirit, and that spirit is eternal. Satan can't mess with that. But the physical church that's supposed to go to the full corners of the earth and preach the gospel, the Great Commission, Satan has done a great job of disabling the church. So where Satan has infiltrated the church, where he lays he lays comfortably in the church, meaning that we have the same-sex agenda have taken over most churches. Now all churches, because God still have few of his reserved churches that are still preaching the gospel according to the Bible. But the majority of the ch- churches that run, that run the world, 
Satan has that's that's Satan's church. Satan is laying in the church comfortably. Where you have from the the quiet, the quiet director, the 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 the, the, the praise and worship, praise and worship leaders, the pastors and preachers and uh, uh, elders and every but you know. So and then we see why you know Peter it, Peter talks about judgment starts in the house of the Lord, and then also we see why Christ is judged. In Revelation, he starts out criticizing his seven churches he left on the earth because the church have been in bed with Satan, meaning that the best praise and worship songs that we hear, we hear from, you know, the same sex agenda that have infiltrated the church. The best choir directors, the best, uh, 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 you know, Preachers, as far as preaching, look at look at look at Tyler Perry for example. Tyler Perry, mm -hmm. the Bible clear, clearly tells us men, all women, not to put on clothes and dress up, pretending to be the opposite sex. We should not dress up as the opposite sex. We shouldn't do that. You know that's a good point because that the 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 black church specifically will ride or die for Tyler Perry and Medea and them. And so like that was like Satan's sneaky way of just allowing that to further infiltrate our community with drag. Especially, yes, <laughs> our community with drag. And then also demasculate demasculate the men. Yeah. Also because now if you have if you have a demasculated Men, you have no, you have no men. He doesn't have an identity. His identity in Christ and God, he doesn't have that. So this, so so we have, so we have Tyler Perry playing dress up for all these years, all these shows and all these movies being pumped, pumped, pumped into the world. And not just him, other you know characters that play dress ups and dresses and stuff like that. You know, you look at the Hollywood. You know, you 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 heard of some of the things that Dave Chappelle complained about. You see the you know Martin Lawrence's. You see the, the Eddie Murphy's. You know, you see you know uh, what's it, Big Mama House and the the what's it, the Clumps. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have Tyler Perry. So you know, Tyler Perry made almost billions of dollars, billion dollars off of this. You know, cross dressing and this agenda pressure onto our people you and didn't our even community. Know, but like, you didn't even know what was happening. Like, I mean, I don't even feel like I knew what was happening until the Lord opened my eyes up to see exactly what was happening. You know what I mean? So like. People still don't even realize the church don't even really, really realize what happened. What's happening? You know what I mean? I'm pretty sure. Like I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure they played some Tyler Perry, Medea movies, like in the church. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> this I'm is, pretty sure they have. Absolutely. Besides that, you know, and guess what? Tyler Perry was at TD Jake's church after he made. Oh, I think he, like praying on, praying, laying he, hands on him. Or something. After he made like three million dollar. Offering a tithe and offering to the church, he grabbed the mic out of TD Jake's hand and started speaking in tongues and blah, 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 all the stuff on tongues and stuff. And then yeah. he laid hands on TD Jake's and TD Jake's gonna oh, fall like out. That. You know, I'm like, hold up for three million dollars. You know what, though? So if we look at Tyler Perry and his story, is like 
like traumatic. Like this this guy has gone through a lot as a kid. Like some some dark dark traumatic stuff that has him to where he is today. So the good and the bad. Um, but all that split personality and him having to act out these characters and and playing roles of somebody else, all of that came from some of that that traumatic and the spirits that that entered him growing up as a kid. You know what I mean? You know, so. you know. So, so yeah, yeah. And, 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 and he's but, promoting but, but, that now. Yeah, but you know what though? But that's the that's the that's the that's the saddest excuse. You know, I'm not saying that you're not making excuses, but you know, of course, that's how his, he's telling his story, his childhood experience, and life experience through his art. And now, first of all. The Bible says, "What profits a man to gain a world and lose his soul?" Okay, so you can tell your story. You can tell your story. You can, you know, but not only that you are telling your story, you are also responsible for generations of kids to come. Now, it's not just any story that you're telling. You are telling the story, you know, in rebellion, totally in against, totally against the things that God tells us not to do. Men dressing up as women. Somebody's paying you. You made billions of dollars off of that. Somebody's paying you. So when did you decide that this pay here is justified for your soul? I mean, but for, but for him to have decided that he would have to even feel like, like, he would have to be aware. Yeah. You know, like he would have to be aware. And so, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, you know, so he will, he would have to be aware. So, so that, so that tells that, so, so. This man is a this man this man is a brilliant man. This man been around the church. Not just not we're not just emphasizing on him, picking on him, but this is one of the most popular ones. He's one of the most popular ones. And, and and he did Tyler Perry did say he was he was retiring from this. He said he yeah, was done. But guess what? He's coming back. He just made an announcement that he's coming back. Madea's coming back. Madea's coming back. Madea's coming back to pump even more stuff. So you know somebody, you know, somebody called him and said, hey, uh you know, why are you coming back? You made billions of dollars off of this for for almost 10 plus years. You've been doing this. Everybody, why are you coming back to pump this even more? You can't pay some 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 elder lady to play that role. Are you coming back because why why are you coming back? So, 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 but you no, know, so so the, the point is that this lifestyle. Never was our lifestyle. I bet you his boy T Snakes didn't say anything to him about um about Medea. Absolutely <laughs> not. Cause T D Jakes couldn't say anything to him about Medea. Yeah. Cause if T D Jakes did that, guess what? T D Jakes won't be getting that three million dollar offering or yeah, tie. So you know he didn't say anything. Man, he quiet T D Jakes is quiet as a church mouse right now. He used to talk loud back then. But now T D Jakes is so focused on shows and his books that he ain't even got time to preach from the Bible. You don't even talk from the Bible anymore. So, 
But the point is the the point is like to get back in focus. The point is that Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to steal from you, kill you, steal from you, destroy you, or kill you. And his agenda from day one is the agenda from day one in the garden with Adam and Eve. From day one, his agenda back then is the same agenda now. He's not taking a break. So, 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 we out here and this lifestyle is being forced on us and, and we're being told that this is normal. And this is okay. And this is okay. And this is good. And this is good. Mm -hmm. And if you speak against it or you don't agree with it, wrong with you. you are a hateful person. Mm -hmm. So, let's get this clear, you know. We're not speaking against the person was speaking against the sin. It, it, we don't hate the person. We hate the sin. Not just us. God don't hate the person. He hates the sin. Because that sin is not a characteristic that you were born with. It was a, it's a characteristic that you inherit from Satan. That's Satan merchandise. And just to be clear, right? So like, one could say, oh, well, all sins... All the same. Well, everybody sins. Yada yada yada. So like, just okay. A female kissed a female one time. Oh, but that's not even probably a good example, right? But let's say something. Let's say something. Some homosexual act um, that wasn't like grievous, right? Happened. Okay, that happened one time. Boom. That's done. Repented for it. And. Like, that was a mistake. Or, like, something like, some mistake or something like that happened, right? Or somebody lied, repented, you move on. But when you are consciously, because there are people who may have desires here and there that they know that is not of God that will resist and it's, and it's nothing, you know what I mean? But when you actively are engaging in a sin on a consistent basis and that has become a part of who you are and a part of your identity, that is, like, <laughs> it's not just, oh... But no, without any conviction. Yeah. Without um, any conviction. Well, not on conviction or even with conviction, you know what oh, I mean? With but conviction, like, if right. you are actively engaging in a sin and that is a part of who you are, like that's com that's completely different from like oh, I just curse or I just said something or I just stole a, a piece of candy that I forgot to pay for or that I didn't pay for it because I wanted like you know what I mean like so it does matter it like it is a difference because this is something that and this is sexual sin and as a matter of fact like the Bible talks about sexual sin period like being like one of the worst ones you know what I mean because you are defiling your your body and you're your, your being intimate with somebody else and, and bringing somebody else into you. And, and you know, and you know, let me, let me just say this real quick because people talk about sin is sin. Okay. It's just like saying crime is a crime. So you can go and still some shoplift from a store and get busted shoplifting. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And get charged for it. You can go to that same store and, and shoot and kill, kill, the clerk. Yeah. So is this just a crime is crime? Yeah. You know, you can't just say it's different, yeah. different levels yeah, to, 
sin is sin. You know, God has a general, you know, sin is sin, but there's different levels of sin. Some sin will have a strong hold in you, will, will, will capture you in bondage stronger and longer than other sins. Not saying that, not saying that we should play with sin at all, you know, but a crime is not just a crime. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna hit a couple of scriptures in here real quick. A couple couple one from Galatians 5, 19 through 21. It says, 19 says, the acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery. Idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Um, and the key word in this, because we just we just went over this, right? And I didn't even really realize this said this, but it says live like this. And I'm curious to see what another translation would say. Galatians 5, 19 and 21. Um, could you pull up that pull up that? And I'm just curious to see what the other translations say about verse um, 21. And I'm gonna move on to 1 Corinthians 6. Uh, because it's also talking about like sexual sins and acts of the flesh. So, six first so Corinthians, yeah. Galatians, what? I'm, yeah, Galatians uh, five, uh -huh. nineteen through twenty one. So verse twenty one is the one I want to hear in, in different translation. Okay, so uh, the acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual twenty one. Twenty one. Okay, yeah. and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the and the like. I warned you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. What version is that? NIV. NIV. Try um, NLT. NLT. Just curious to see, because sometimes like the wording, I'm just just curious to see what what else it says. Okay, so envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other saints like these. Let me tell you again. As I have before, that anyone living that sort of life would not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay, and one more. Can we do the uh, do uh, King James to see what that one's talking about? So all of these so far are saying like living like this. It's saying like the lifestyle, right? Okay. So yeah. So um twenty one is right there. En uh, envy envies, murder murders, drunkenness, rebellions, and search light of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in the past, that they who's who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay. So so that one says those who do such things, and this one says those who live like this, and so people who live like this, right? So, again, that it, it's, it's there, man. Like, the word is there. It's, it's clear as day. So living these types of lifestyles. Um, read 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. It says, flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, 
whom you have received from God, you are not your own. You were brought at a price. Therefore, honor your honor God with your bodies, right? So this right here, we're not just talking about homosexuality, right? This is just sexual immorality just in general as well. Um, so sexual sins definitely have a major impact. Strongholds. Strong, yeah, strongholds, man. Like strong spiritual strongholds when you when you do things out of order um, the way you're not supposed to do it. Absolutely. So 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 the point of us doing all <clears throat> doing this is to encourage encourage the believers out there to be in prayers even more. You know, be in prayer constantly. Pray constantly for our family members, our our friends, and pray for the world. Pray for pray against the spirit that this spirit of 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 of, of, of same sex activities. Pray against this spirit, the spirit of homosexuality. Pray against this spirit. To not fall on our kids, our gen our younger generation, or even older generation. Pray that those who are in bondage by this spell, that they will be set free from it. Pray. And for those who are struggling with it and going through it and are confused and lost and just, you know, uh, you got there but then realized you realized that oh the grass isn't uh, always the grass isn't greener. You know, and you're confused. You, you don't know where you belong. That's not God's intention for you. God's intention for you is not to be confused because he's not the author of confusion. He's the God of order. He's not a God of chaos. The world will confuse you. The world will tell you that. Actually, the world will lie to you because Satan can't tell the truth. Everything that Satan produces is lies. So he will never tell you the truth. He'll tell you that, hey, you're going to live. But he's not going to tell you that you're going to temporarily live. He'll just tell you that you won't, you know, you'll live. You'll be like God. You won't surely die. You know? But eternally, if you disobey God, then eternally you are doomed for damnation. So the point is, let's not play around with this. Let's not get let's not get comfortable. For for the believers, let's not get comfortable. We were already we're we already all a little bit late, but let's not not you know let's not not go go down without a fight. Let's you know get in our scriptures, speak against these things, stand up against these things. Let's not as as parents, let's not get complicit. Let's not just get comfortable with these commercials and get comfortable with these games that. Our kids are playing, and these ads are popping up, showing these kids how to practice homosexuality. Let's not get comfortable with this world. Let's not get comfortable with 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 the politicians. Let's not get comfortable with the Pope. Let's not get comfortable with the Vatican. Look at all the priests. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little bit too loud. I'm getting fired up. But look at all the priests. All these priests for ages. For ages, the Vatican been sitting right there pumping out this stuff. These priests, you don't see them in cuffs getting arrested and getting perse persecuted. You don't see that. So how's the Vatican the biggest church in, on, the, on the planet, the mother church of the earth? How is she the mother of the earth and she's responsible for producing this same-sex lifestyle. Why? Why? How is she able? How is she 
producing these priests? See, what are these priests going through? What type of trainings and 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 and, and preparation? What what type of graduation? How where 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 are these priests graduating from to get the title and positions? Because these priests have been doing this to these little these boys and these kids for so long, and the Vatican Vatican is finally speaking speaking about it just this year, just this year. And then don't forget the nuns. Also, the nuns ain't the nuns ain't innocent. We hear about the priests, but we won't hear too much about the nuns. These nuns, nuns that turn these, these little girls out too. So, if I was judging the church, the Vatican and the Church of, of this world, she'll be disqualified. She's being disqualified because she's not qualified to lead and be responsible of the church. What type of church are you promoting? What's your agenda? Who do you work for? Do you work for Satan? Because that's Satan merchandise. And you are producing, producing countless priests that have taught the whole world the same-sex agenda. And now it's out in the forefront being promoted and pressured and pushed on us as lifestyle that we have to now Except or else you are a hateful person. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, as we are now surrounded by this homosexual LGBT agenda um, and atmosphere, we just have to um, we just have to really be aware and know where we stand and know who we are and teach our kids, prepare our kids for what's out there um, and make sure that they have good understanding with the, that they know what's of God and what's not. And that we don't just tell our kids, this is not good. This is bad. You know what I mean? Like vaguely. Um, but we properly educate our kids spiritually so that they, they understand what's behind everything and why. And that's really, really important. Um, secondly, is that despite, and, and you may know somebody, well, I don't want to say you may know, we all know somebody that is gay, homosexual, lesbian, transgender, um, and the list goes on, right? We all know somebody and we all have somebody that's in our family that is identified as such. Um, but I'm here to just let you know that no matter no matter who you are, and if you're listening to this and you are struggling with your identity, if you are struggling with your sexuality and you're just really just in a rough spot, the one thing and the one person that can give you clarity and just re remind you as to who you are is going to be Christ. And so if you're ever questioning, you just don't really understand, just, just make sure you seek him and that you... You, you cry out to the Lord because he is our creator and he's created you in his image. And so that's really, really, really important to know because the Lord, it was years where I was lost, you know, and, and instead of me being a young lady, I was trying to identify myself. I wasn't really trying to be a man all the way, but I was dressing masculine. I did try to play that masculine role where I was the dom or the stud and, you know, 
and had the girlfriend. So like I did struggle with my identity for years. So I did struggle with rejection when I was younger, where I just felt like I wasn't good enough or I wasn't pretty enough. Right. And so that the homosexual community, a lesbian community just was where I felt like was the best place for me, for me to fit in and to feel good. You know, it made me feel good, but you don't have to go outside of Christ to feel good. Like if you seek him and you know who you are and him, if you, if, if you allow him to show you who you are and you don't look for the world to, 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 to justify you or to say who you are, like if you're looking at the world for identity, that's a bad place. Like it's only going to end you up in a bad situation and you have to. End you up look, looking like Satan because like, Satan will exactly. give you his image. He will give you that. Okay. And so seek the Lord, seek his word, seek his face and seek your identity in him because, and that's the one thing as the Lord was delivering me and setting me free from homosexuality and, and helping with my identity. I had to, he had to show me who I was in him. And I had to pray that all the time, Lord, like help me be the woman that you've called me to be, you know, because mind you, as I tried to act like a boy or a man for years on years, then when the Lord was working on me and transforming me, I did not know how to really be, be feminine or really know how to be a woman. And I dang sure didn't know how to be a wife. <laughs> um, so it was a lot that all that I am today, the Lord, through his power, through his spirit, through his, his power and all that he is, has allowed me to be the woman that I am today. And I know who I am in Christ. There's no doubt about who I am in Christ, but I did not have that before. And the only reason why I have that now is by his power, by him, by the blood of Christ. And so I'm here to encourage you that no matter what your situation is, if you don't know who you are, if you, you don't feel confident about who you are, if you're not sure who you like or who likes you, just know that if and if you're struggling with your sexuality or whatever the case may be, you can and will be set free. But you have to seek the Lord and you have to love him and you have to desire him and you have to want his heart and you have to want to please him. And just to be in connection with him and want the things that he wants. And so pray that the Lord will will will, will show you how to get to that place. Pray that he will set you free. Pray that he will change your mind, renew your mind, give him your, get, 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 pray that he will give you his spirit and, uh, and transform your mind and that you will be born again and become a new cre creature in him. You want to be a new creature in Christ and pray for that. And if you don't know how to walk that out of what that's going to look like, because guess what? At one point I did not know what that was going to look like. But what I knew was that the Lord had my back and I knew that I was seeking him wholeheartedly and I trusted him for my transformation. I trusted him for my deliverance and he can do and he will do that same thing for you. And so I just want to leave on that note and just encourage you, um, you all. And if, if that, that may not be for you directly, that may be for somebody in your family. Okay. So I just want to leave on that note and just encourage, encourage you that he did it for me and he'll do it for you. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, and God, um, God loves you, love you, loves you and love us 
He doesn't love our sin, but he loves us. He loves us so much that he sent his only son to die on the cross for our sins so that we get the opportunity to be drafted back into his abundance of love. So, you know, and we are, I want you to know, whoever's listening out there, I want you to know that God is aware of your situation and going through this lifestyle, going through the transition of either transi transitioning into this lifestyle or even maneuvering through this lifestyle or coming out of this lifestyle is a struggle. It's pain. It's hurtful. It's a, a journey. It's sorrow. It's it's everything. It's, it's, it's terrible emotions. Nothing so good about it. Some people go through, you know, go through a whole lot of pain or going through, you know, uh, broken, you know. But I want you to know that even in your broken stage, God loves you. God loves you enough to send his son to die for you that you are important to him. This lifestyle that you are going through that have you held bound and in bondage and, and struggling and crying and weeping and in pain and sorrow. Nobody can help you. You feel helpless. It's not God intent for you. God, it wasn't God intention for you. God didn't create you to go through these things. But Satan, this, this is Satan intention for you because he wants to take your life. But God has given you a way out and given you life through Christ Jesus. Meaning that you just have to, you have to call on him. You have to call on him to come help you and come meet you where you are. Take that weight off of you. Take that shackle off of you. Take that, take those chains off of your feet, your hands and your mind, your, 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 your soul. Take your soul, pull your soul out of fire. Take you out of, out of that. Only the power of God can do it for you. Nothing else can do it for you. Not no man, no boy, no thing can get you out of this and get you out of this permanently besides the power of God, the spirit of God, the power of God, of Christ. And so if you're out there, could be, you know, some of the worst time of your life or some of the best time of your life going through this. Just know that, you know, it's never too late. It's never too late. No, no matter what you've done in the past, no matter what you're doing today, you can still say, you know what, today's today I'm making a choice to surrender to Christ and surrender to the things of the, uh, the things of God because I'm choosing life today. And I refuse death. I reject death. And this sin right here, I know that's not what I want. I know I want ha happiness. I want righteousness. I want Holiness, I want the things that Christ has for me. I want life and life more abundantly. You can make that choice and, 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 and start that journey today. So be encouraged. Be encouraged to give the Lord a chance. If you haven't, if you're struggling with that lifestyle, give the Lord a chance. Be truthful to yourself. Be truthful to with him and just let him come in and do and do his 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 permanent work in you say you'll be new you you'll be a new creature 
a new creation in him. It means that old things has passed. So your past, you'll be renewed. Your heart will be renewed. Your lifestyle, your desires and things will be renewed after Christ comes in and start doing his work in you. Meaning that he will guide you through his spirit. Where now, instead of you living for your flesh, now you'd be living for living through the spirit, living for righteousness and holiness through Christ. So don't let the devil, don't let Satan uh, steal from you. Don't let Satan uh, 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 destroy your life. Don't let Satan kill you. And for those who are, you cannot procreate, meaning that if you are same-sex activities, you cannot procreate. And some of y'all are meant to have children. And that child could have been a blessing that God was going, that God was willing to give to you. So that, that blessing that was going to either stand in the gap of sin in this world and your family to redeem your family unto God. But Satan had to come ahead of schedule to mess you up and have you cut up into same-sex marriage. And now you're like 45, 50 years old and you ain't had no kid to be a blessing to you. And you're still doing the same thing you was doing in your 20s. You're doing it 45, 50 years or 55, gray hair and everything. And nothing's changed. You're not happier than you were. You didn't gain more than you had. You just, you know. But your greatest greatest treasure that God gives us, he said, be fruitful and multiply. Our children, our offsprings. In this world, in the same-sex marriage world, have said that that's not how it's supposed to be. So, um, you know, we have to decide. And it's not for everyone. And for those who say, you know what, hey, this lifestyle, that's, hey, it's not, this message is not for everyone. And if you don't agree with it and you don't, you know, believe it's, it's for you, then it's not for you. But whoever is for out there, I hope you receive it. I hope, you know, any hearts of stone be removed and replaced with the hearts of flesh so that this message can just marinate. And then also share this message with your family, friends, share it with the world. Because God, Christ did it for us. He set us free. He, he did it for us and, 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 and he's doing it for us every day. That's the gospel. That's the testimony that it, it, Jesus is still alive. Christ is still alive. His power is, is alive. His blood is alive. It works. And we will, we will shout it out and tell the whole world that it works. You know, and if it works for you or is working for you, then, you know, pass it forward. Pay it forward and share that, share that gospel, share the testimony of the gospel with the world so that when our Savior comes, you know, say, you know, we have to endure to the end. And we'll do it to, when we endure to the end, we will be saved. And we can't let this world consume us and take over us and, and force jam, jam their sinful lifestyle onto us. And we just sit back and accept it. No, that's not our position. That's not our role. Christ gave us authority and power to rule the earth. And and, and 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 every other spirit is in submission to us. So we have to lead with the spirit of Christ first and take our rightful place and speak 
against the things that we know is against our God and our beliefs and stand up against it, you might be few against the millions. But as long as Christ is in you, you already won. So, be encouraged. Pray for one another. Get into your scriptures. Get into your, you know, if it's fasting, get into your fasting. You know, share share this 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 podcast and stay in communication. You know, we will we will have you know some topics who might have like two three parts of it. As the Lord leads us to do, we will continue to drop them like that. Um, but we want want you to know that God loves y'all, we love y'all, and. We're just being obedient, whatever the Lord tells us to put on our heart and tell us to do. We're just humble servants. So we'll catch up with y'all. All right. Next time.